I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Inside Leverage, your gateway to the fascinating realm of the Miami Dolphins. Join us as we delve deep into the team's dynamic Super Bowl journey. We invite you to share your most scorching takes, unwind, and relish in our captivating experience. Everybody give a warm welcome to Ryder. Ryder, welcome to the show. Ryder. Yo. Give, him a, Ryder. Give, him a, give him a clap, man. Where, where the cl- yeah, where, where, where's the, where's the Yeah. <laughs> What's, yeah. Up? What's up, guys? How you doing? What's up, Ryder? How you doing, brother? Ryder, Ryder, last time we spoke, I wasn't a guru. Now I'm a guru, so you better talk oh, to me. Now you upgraded, Ryder. Ryder. I'm a the line guru now, so you got to respect me. Just needs, he just Ryder, needs you, know the story, you know the story behind this, man? We hey, had listen, listen. Let me tell him the story, bro. Hold hey, on. Don't, hey, don't lie, cause I got clipped. I'm not gonna. I we're live right now, bro. I can't lie. Don't lie, writer. Writer. Yeah. We had Richard Webb. You know who Richard Webb is, obviously. Yeah. We had we had him on the show, and then he like. Kind of like felt bad for Wally. Wow. He's like, oh, he's bad. Wow. See, we were talking. See, see, what happened was 
We was talking about about the alignment and what we needed to do going forward, alignment and linebacker. And he saw my vision and he understood. And also we agreed on Austin Jackson. So y'all haters. Y'all haters. I'm a good My new my new writer, he took all those from one a piece of everything from us. So that's why he collectively that, put it all together. Word. And he got his little laminated so certificates I, so, and he's so, a good so, so the compilation, he's not from DJ Khaled. I wasn't in the Austin Jackson by myself. Right. I wasn't right. back to back. It's whatever. Y'all haters. I'm a guru. Respect me. Uh, all right, Ryder. Let, let everybody know who you are, what you do, and how'd you get to where you're at right now. Yeah, so uh, I'm Ryder. Got a YouTube channel mainly focusing on like the Dolphins, draft content, things like that. Like to do a bunch of scouting. Uh, have fun with it, you know. Just start. I've been, you know, doing the Basically, with the draft, I've been pretty much scouting the draft probably since like 2013. That's probably like when I started, and then taking it like more seriously each and every year. You know, writing reports, things like that. And uh, I know it's Senior Bowl week. I went like I took went to the scouting academy, and I actually went to the Senior Bowl. I think it was the 2020 Senior Bowl. Yeah, it was the it was the year like there was like like Herbert was there, things like that. And uh, yeah, so it was a lot of fun. But yeah, love the draft. Probably my favorite time of the year, honestly. Listen, Ryder, I'm going to start it off because I am your number one stand when it comes to these evaluations of the team. You rock. So I just want to first start off by this. How's uh, Mobile? How it is out there? What's the atmosphere like? Did you see um, the Dolphins um, staff? Um, Were there a lot of them? And where were they focusing at? Yeah, I I mean, I wasn't out. uh, I'm not at the Senior Bowl this year. But um, uh, just from what I've seen with like the clips and stuff, seem like there's some some standout guys with like I'm a big you know Jackson Powers Johnson fan, the guy from Oregon State, uh, a lot of offensive linemen that I really like in this draft. There's I think there's a lot of this but this draft class is actually really really good, and I think it's actually super important. Like this draft class is super important for the Dolphins, not only next year but for the whole future, just because like with the cap situation, so they really have to nail on some of these these guys uh so yeah i'm just kind of still going through i haven't watched every single prospect yet but i'm still going through guys finding guys i like just overall guys that i think are good scheme fits positions that i you know i think uh they're probably going to be looking at pretty heavily so yeah there's a there's a ton of uh guys who everyone's kind of raving about now we're hearing the taylor guy in uh tyler guy in pickup steam pickup from oklahoma um, yeah. Not a lot of tape on him, but he's he's showing out. He's showing well. He's got all the tools, good frame. I mean, uh, I, he 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 showed out today, man. Uh, Jack uh, JPJ has been doing his thing. Um, there's there's a bunch of guys who are projected to go round one. Um, mm-hmm. I was listening to a podcast. I, I and I can't quote the guy right now. Oh my goodness, uh, Ren Ranks. I believe, um, on Locked On. And he was um, alluding to the fact that there could be as many as nine offensive linemen. I believe the record is eight, um, maybe drafted in the first round this year. How strong is this um, offensive tackle class overall and just offensive line class in general, in your opinion? And um, who are some of the guys that you think we should be keeping an eye on for the Dolphins? Yeah, I mean, the O-line class is really good. Like tackles, interior, pretty much, you know, across like the center class has like, probably like five six maybe even more guys that i think could be at least starter level like there's like the you know kid from west virginia i like frazier 
Oregon, obviously, Jackson Powers, Johnson, uh, the Georgia kid, uh, all of these guys. But the tackle class is stacked. Like, even with, like, like there's Troy Fatanu, who's probably one of my favorite guys for the Dolphins to take at 21, even though he can be more of a – I could see him, like, translating really well to, like, left guard at the next level. But I do think there is potential for him to still play tackle. I like the other – the a lot of the Pac-12 guys, Oregon State tackle, I think, is going to go very high. Uh, at the top, there's, you know, Joe Alt, the Penn State guy. Uh, just so many so many players that, like, every time I go through that – like, usually, like, I watch a lot of O-line film and I don't come away impressed. Like, oh, offensive linemen come out of college. Uh, just don't have a lot of the skills, but this class is really good. I keep going through and I keep being surprised more and more, and I'm still, like, finding more players to watch. And, like, I haven't watched full film on Guyton yet. I know he has got, like, the full – physical skill set i've seen the athleticism and i think he showed some pretty good work today like with like his technique his base and that's huge because i think he could go uh, pretty high if he can get that stuff together yeah man uh right thank you for your time brother uh quick question what do you think the dolphins are doing with the first round draft pick i i like right now i'm i'm feeling pretty good about offensive linemen and I also like I just don't know what other position right now from like looking through the groups like that they need that I like guys are going to be around there like I don't love the linebacker class I think there's some guys you can get maybe day two day three that are decent but like the best guy I think in the linebacker class like Peyton Wilson but he has injury issues and there's just you know I just don't think there's any guy like linebacker that's worth that pick Uh, and then like other positions I just don't think they're going to take D tackle Edge is a weird one because of the injuries going into next season, but they have so much talent there. And then, yeah. So, and I wouldn't, I think a surprise position, I could see them going receiver. I wouldn't be that surprised just with how stacked the class is. And I think like you could still get a quality starter offensive line on day, uh, on, in round two. Also, I'm a big trade back person and I don't think they have a ton of picks. And I am, if the, unless your guy is there, like that guy you really want. I'm all for trading back, picking up like a third or something, you know, move back a few spots. Cause I think in that 20 ish range, there's a lot of similar level talent players. And uh, yeah, I'm definitely down to trade back. Who's your, who's your guy at 21? Who's your guy? Right now, I'm, I, I, I would say Troy Fatanu from Washington and then probably Jackson Powers Johnson. But yeah, I think Fatanu. Yeah. I think that's a great pick. Great pick. He can slide in immediately at left guard and possibly be your left tackle of the future. Like yeah. we've been talking about him a lot. Like while that's Wally, Wally, Wally's, that's Wally's guy now that he hijacked it from all. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guru. Let me the guru, But I also do the trade down scenario is very intriguing in this draft because of the lack of uh, third and fourth round picks due to the tampering and the sub trade. Like, if we could recoup some of that middle-round capital and, and, and pick up another day two, early day three pick, yeah, there's some stuff. There's going to be some good talent there. There's going to be some good talent there. Yeah, there's a lot of – it's a pretty – like, it's strong at the top, and it's also a pretty deep class. So I think the Dolphins have gone too many drafts in a row now with, like, barely any picks. They need to start getting some more. Like, they had, you know, in 2020, 2021, they had so many picks in the first, you know, few rounds, and then – last few drafts it hasn't been anything so i think they got to start building the roster through the draft again go ahead junior oh i'm gonna let you go because i know I, uh, you probably have some questions no yeah the only thing i was gonna say i i have to agree that this this draft specifically is going to be huge for us because 
obviously, you know, you just can't pay everybody. So yep. you're going to have to pick and choose, uh, you know, basically what 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 uh, positions to fill through the draft. It's, it's very important uh, because obviously, you know, financially speaking, like I said, you can't pay everybody. You have a, a quarterback that's coming up that is going to command, you know, um, you know, a good amount of money. And then, you know, further down the line, you have uh, <clears throat> you have Phillips, you have Waddle, you got Holland. So there's plenty of, of other positions that you're going to have to be making, you know, have to make some decisions, but I was more concerned with the defense because you're looking at possibly losing Wilkins, you know, because of the salary he's going to command well-deserved by the way, well-deserved salary, but what he's going to, you know, what he's going to command, you have two guys on the edge, three guys on the edge. Well, actually two guys on the edge that are going to come back that are coming back from injury. Van Ginkle, you don't know what's going to happen there. What are you going to do with Baker? What are you going to do with X? Um, you have a safety position that has to be filled. So it's going to be interesting to see how, you know, Greer and, and his staff and the staff, you know, fill out the, the roster uh, between the free agency and the draft. So I think the draft is going to be really, really big. Yeah, that's, that's probably why I've been more speculating on the offense at this point, just because I'm kind of waiting for free agency to happen to see what happens right. with all those pieces. Plus right. the defensive coordinator, don't know exactly what the system will be probably will end up being this very very similar to what Fangio was doing but kind of seeing how those those puzzle pieces play out and then we can uh really dig into the defense because there's a lot of question marks there but the positions that could go I think like every position really could go either way other than like I do think they need like you know an off-ball linebacker for sure uh always add to the secondary but I think you know overall there's some good things there but just depends what happens in free agency uh, Ryder, we got oh, a question right. from Mike. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Chad. I'm just going to read off. No, no, I was going to read the question. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. you <laughs> My bad. He just said, uh, if you if you have any, you know, any names at wide receiver that you like. Yeah, I I love this wide receiver class. Um, big fan. Like, if if you're thinking, like, I do think, like, the top three for me is, like, Marvin Harrison Jr., Neighbors, and then Odunze. Obviously, those guys are all going to go in, like, the top ten range. But after that, I think, like, my next tier of guys is, like, Brian Thomas Jr., um, even like Troy Franklin, Adade Mitchell. I really like Lad McConkey. Like I just made a video on McConkey saying he's like a first round talent. I and I do think he is. Um, I'm not as big. I mean, I do like some of the Florida State guys, but I'm probably not as high on them as like they're projected right now. Uh, same with like Tez Walker, the North Carolina receiver. I'm not super high. I think uh, uh the South Carolina receiver, however you say his name, Xavier Leggett. I think he's Leggett. a really good fit for, Leggett, for the Dolphins. Yeah. I like How you feel about uh, Malachi Corley? Oh, probably the, one of the better fits for the Dolphins in this draft. I was going to – I just watched him, him the other day. Look, look at Chad it. smiling, bro. Come on. Hey, Chad, bro. hey, hold on. Hey, hey, who's no, hey, number zero, number zero for, from Texas A&M? Uh, oh, Anaya Smith. Yeah, Anaya Smith. Anaya Smith, yes. I've watched Hot him. Ability. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think – yeah, Anaya mm-hmm. Smith is like a Swiss Army knife. I think Corley is like probably like there's no like people always try to say like the next Debo coming out of the draft. I think he has the most similar skill set to Debo just with his ability to work through contact is amazing. I think that's why they might like Leggett too because he's big, thick, and very explosive. Like I think they could like as like Leggett, Brian Thomas Jr. because they have a little size that they still need, but they still are very have the speed to fit in with the timing of the offense. Um, I see. I was thinking him in the second round. I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you, Leggett. Like, I yeah. see, I, see. I think Leggett's like a second round guy, in my opinion, and I think that'd be a pretty soft. 
pretty solid pick. So, so in your opinion, Ryder, what are the uh, the biggest needs on this team? If you can rank them, maybe. I, I mean, I, I'm, there's the possibility that Baker could be gone. Uh, we could be moving off of edge. Um, you need a safety opposite of uh, Holland if you're not bringing back Elliott. Uh, mm-hmm. Wilkins is in flux. You have uh, Phillips and Chubb coming back from injury. Uh, you don't you don't have a pass catcher outside of uh, Dylan Waddle and, and Tyreek Hill, and maybe is Devon Achan who's developing in that role. Um, mm-hmm. What do you what do you look at? Some people are saying tight end, uh, offensive line, of course. We all know that's a never ending story. What what would you say are the biggest needs for the team? Yeah, I um would say at the top just I mean it obviously depends on free agency a little bit but O-line for sure and then I know I've seen like people kind of split on the tight end position I really am for taking I've been for taking a tight end for this team for a long time I really wanted Laporta last year I like I don't love the tight end class but there's a few guys I like I really like Ben Sinnott I think Jaheim Bell could be a fun fit in the offense as well Um, a few other guys maybe like Jared Wiley um, I think Sinnott is like probably the most well-rounded player after Bowers at the tight end position because he can do some blocking. Uh, he fits after the catch, makes strong plays at the catch point. And then, uh, yeah, off-ball linebackers. I I feel like that's the way the NFL is going. It's always kind of been an undervalued position. But if you look at the best defenses in the league, they all have like absolute studs at linebackers. There's just not – I just don't think there's many guys like that in the draft. But, yeah, those are probably the top three for me. The other ones are tough to say with like D tackle edge, because we could see, if they resign Wilkins, I, I think they just need depth at the defensive tackle position. Um, edge is weird with the injuries; it just depends the timeline with that. But down the line, once they are healthy, it won't be a need at all whether they bring in people or not. And then yeah, I'm always looking at the secondary. Uh, definitely, um, I haven't dug deep into the safety class yet, but I really, really love watching safety play. So. Uh, just it just but the safety ones I'm not sure who I would like for the fit just until I see the defensive coordinator. I mean Cam hey. Kitchens Cam Kitchens to play anywhere, but go ahead, Jordan. Agreed. And now, yeah, now, I, I like I like Kitchens, yeah. Yeah, he's good. good now, I, I want to focus in a little bit on the outside linebacker defensive end because that has been the main main topic in uh, Dolphins Twitter spaces. So mm-hmm. kind of you're saying it's kind of weird in the draft. Do you see anybody um, in the draft that you would take in the first two, three, four rounds at the very least? Because I do see they will eventually get someone in free agency, maybe one or two. But yeah. I'm sure they want to consider at least getting somebody uh, in the draft. How early do you think it might be? Um, do you think we'll just get someone in the later? Or do you think they might just stick with some of the guys we have now? I know there's a guy named Bell, Quentin, Quentin Bell. Yeah. Um, so, so I kind of like his speed. I wonder if they're trying to develop him, build mm-hmm. build his strength up and everything. But what is your opinion on the um, the rushers in this class? Yeah, I I haven't watched a ton yet, but out of, like, like the top, like, I like, like, there's some, like, potential with, like, Austin Booker, the Kansas guy, he has a lot of potential, and he's more of like a – he could go really anywhere at this point, like probably more like a middle-round guy, but if he has like a good senior bowl, good com- or like a good combine, I mean, uh, he can really uh, shoot up. I mean, probably out of the guys I've watched, I only really – the guy that really stood out to me, or a couple guys actually, but I really liked – mostly from the Pac-12, surprisingly, but uh, the Latu from UCLA, just a, like an absolute, like really, really sharp with his pass rush moves. 
Probably Have the best you seen him in the senior bowl? They say he was struggling. I hope he I hope he gets to uh, come out a little better for the rest of the way, but they said he was struggling today. I don't know if you saw that. Um, I didn't see too much about the edge group. No, eat right. That's why you can't like that's the thing about Pac twelve defensive ends. Like like the lad the guy that get got them back was typical. I like the defensive tackle at, at at that specific conference, but he's a dog though. He's he's really fast. But I don't know, man. I don't I don't know about that kid. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah. I, like, I like sweat from Texas. I can't. He can, he can move. But yeah, like yeah. you said, it's not it's not too many of them though, man. It's not really too it's not too too it, it used to be a, a like a very, very key position, but there hasn't been that many in the college room like that. Yeah, Ryder right. and Ryder, I wonder um if you agree if Latu kinda I, I know you said you like his film. Maybe this this might drop him a little. That could be advantageous for us. He can develop under us, you know what I'm saying? What do you think? I mean, yeah, that, that can always happen. Like they drop a little bit in the class. Like I'm not too concerned when it comes to like the practices and the one-on-ones if like the film is very good but yeah I just like for me the edge position I don't think I would uh probably take one very you like any cornerbacks out there man because I know we're gonna have to we're gonna play X is not gonna be here either way that how we're gonna have to get a plethora of defensive backs so I know you talk, you, you touched up on the safeties. I know you you, you we've asked you the same question about in different forms, and you said you haven't had time. So uh, any DBs you actually had time to watch some film about that might kind of still fit the scheme. Or I know we have we got to win on the defensive corner, but the the talk around the way is that Mike wanted 
Mike kind of wants to keep the same scheme type stuff, so maybe a yeah. zone, zone corner out there for you? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, really, I like a lot of corners, actually, in this class. Like, at the top, Nate Wiggins is probably one of my favorite guys to watch from Clemson. Super instinctive, good feel, and, like, that sort of zone match, man match type thing off type of coverage. He would fit in that Fangio-style scheme. Same thing with both the Alabama corners. Uh, Taron Arnold, Kool-Aid McKinstry. Uh, uh, the uh, Mitchell from Toledo. I know he balled out today. And I'm a big fan of him. Like, he doesn't have very many weaknesses. And going, if you watch the film, he didn't play a ton of press man-to-man, but he showed some pretty good stuff in practice, which is good. But like he's got ball skills, instincts, uh, big-time playmaker. And there's a, there's a lot of corners in this class that are uh, pretty fun to watch. I'm a, I really like a, uh, I don't even know the Michigan DB Mike Saint Restrill. I don't know, but like, yeah, he's I like a dog nickel type. Very he's a dog. Yes, yeah. he's a he's, dog. And he's it, one of my favorite f- films to watch. But yeah, and I think he, I think he starts day one because I think he's better than Cater, and he can play safety too. I was yep. actually I was gonna ask you if you got time to watch the Missouri kids. They got a bunch of cornerbacks in Missouri that can play, man. But I haven't had chance to like actually watch them. Yeah, I've seen a little. I've seen Rakestraw a little bit. Some some good stuff there with like instincts, things like that. Zone corner. Uh, I didn't watch the other guy. I forget what his name was, but I know they have a couple guys. Uh, yeah, it's like uh, it's like Chris Abrams, right? Drain. Yeah, yeah, Abrams. They got like three of them boys out there, man. It's insane. Yeah. Ryder, what um, about TJ Tampa? Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I haven't watched. I haven't watched Tampa at all, actually. I've. I think I just I have that I literally put that down in my like watch list the other day his name so I still have to watch to get to TJ Tampa I got I gotta ask you a quick question what about um the tight end position have you seen anything that caught you out has caught your eye yeah I've watched a lot of the tight end class actually okay. um I don't think it's like the strongest class overall but like I'm a really big fan of Ben Sinnott Kansas State guy I think he's really well rounded. Like after like Bowers clear top clear cut oh, top yes. guy, mm-hmm. not even a question. After that, there's like Jatavion Sanders from Texas, um, more of like receiver type, not much of a blocker, but like pretty explosive, pushing the seam. I could see them being interested in like adding that type of player to the offense as well. But like most of the other guys after that, like Benson, I think you know, probably late day two type of player, and then everyone else after that, I feel like is a day three guy. But there's some interesting guys around like Jaheim Bell from Florida State. I feel like he could be interesting with like yeah. yards after catch, fit within the offense. Uh, Wiley, big body from TCU, is very fun to watch too. He's got a lot of ball skills, makes plays at the catch point. Holker is another good receiver from Colorado State. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of receiver types. Not much blockers in this class, or at least not guys that typically can do both. I feel like Sinnott is like the most well-rounded. Uh, no really like major weaknesses to it. I like Sinnott a lot. The the Bell kid, <clears throat> the Bell kid gives me a lot of uh, Charles Clay vibes. Yeah, he's like a he's a tweener type, like a mixture, like kind of a fullback tight end body type. I think he could be a a fun fit. Like they want like a like a physical guy that can beat some press or uh, make some plays after the catch. He's he's kind of that type of player. I think I don't I don't see him as a dolphin, uh, given the fact how we got angled. So I, I think that that kind of Kills the dream there. Unless you're gonna go two fullbacks, <laughs> hey, I'm I'm up for it. Yeah, I mean, they basically used Engel as a pseudo tight end, anyways. But 
So, so a question about the linebackers, going back to what you were saying, not much is there. I know there was one kid who uh, I, I think his name last name is Wilson, very good yeah. coverage linebacker. Aiden um, Wilson, yeah. Aiden, yeah. So the only thing was with the whole injuries thing, I know he was good for the last two years, but mm-hmm. he tore his ACL on the same knee. So that was a, that was a bit concerning. Um, any guy that you can see later or maybe in the second round that you feel like we have to get if if he's a BP, if the BPA is the is the move. Yeah, I I like uh of the guys I've seen that I that I like. I like Edrin Cooper. Um more of like the long length rangy type of linebacker. Can work on some of the instincts with like within the box, but I think he's got a pretty fun skill set. I could see him being like a maybe a late round two type of player, and I definitely wouldn't mind that. I think Peyton Wilson is the best linebacker on tape that I saw for sure. Um just super instinctive versus the run. He can even he would even do like stuff off the edge blitzing, but definitely like an off ball guy can drop into coverage a little bit too. Like, uh, yeah, definitely a fun player. Pro- I wouldn't be mad if if they ended up taking Peyton Wilson, even though there's some of that injury concern. But it has been better, so that's a big plus. You know who I like too in the later rounds. Give me the UM kid to Avante Williams and make a, a converted linebacker. He's he's out there. He's spoken up. And for this NFL nine days, he could definitely cover a need that we actually do have, which is sideline to sideline getting these linebackers. And, I mean, getting these yeah. running backs in the tight end. So I think I think that's a pick that if we mm-hmm. that we 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 might be slipping on, but that, that might be a nice little pickup for us. Yeah, Michigan's got actually multiple linebackers in this class uh, uh, that are like mixed bag for me. I mean, there's I mean. There's also another Eichenberg, uh, which, to be fair, I do like his film more than I like Liam's film coming out of college. But oh man, that's a sensitive subject here, bro. <laughs> there's not, there's nothing sensitive about it. All we're doing is stacking days. That's all we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so, nothing sensitive about it, man. But you know, last question for me, and um, I know we had a great year as far as the running game is concerned. Achan is proven to be a guy that we can definitely build from. Mostert mm-hmm. um, really showed and proved himself that he could be a factor, a contributor with the most touchdowns. But I still feel we're missing something, and I think a lot of people agree, more power, more physicality in that interior um, uh, zone, inside zone, maybe uh, gap concept friends, you know what I'm saying? So – in, in your mind, anybody in the draft that you noticed um, from watching the uh, Senior Bowl film or or any prospect in general you feel we can get later in the rounds um, based on the picks we have? Um, Yeah, I mean, the running back class is pretty weak at the top, I would say. There's no, like, clear-cut number one guy, in my opinion. I, I mean, probably my favorite film I watched was Jonathan Brooks from Texas, but he, I think he tore his ACL. So he's coming in off the injury, so I'm not looking really to there. Like, Trey Benson has some of that physicality to his game for the, the Florida State running back. He could be interesting. But then there's some smaller guys like Corum, Irving, who are, like, you know, pretty fun prospects, but I don't see it for the Dolphins, at least. Uh, Jalen Wright from Tennessee is actually pretty interesting. At least, like, 5'11", 210. He's got a lot of speed as well, and he's pretty, like, good on those inside zone. He was better, like, vision-wise than I was expecting as well, and he – He's a little tank. He's a little tank. I've seen that. He, he showed up big against, uh, 
What was that game that they lost? Though he, they lost the game, but he was big for them. Yeah, the Georgia game, I think. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Um, but yeah, I like Braylon Allen is like that bigger back from from Wisconsin, like physicality. I'm, I just don't know if that's the. I feel like there's if they were to get a bigger back, it would be still someone that has like some speed. I think the running back from Marshall, he's at the Senior Bowl. He's got some decent, <clears throat> like. I could see he just seems like a type of running back because he's like six foot, two hundred something, like lower two hundreds. So it's not a pretty decent size to him. But he's also got some juice, and he just feels like that guy that fits into that Shanahan type of scheme uh, ends up all around. I think we, we might go undrafted. They might go on the undrafted round given the the limited amount of picks they have. So I think we got to do it like deep dive on these guys. To find yeah, them. I think the running back position. They, it would either be a late run pick or UDFA or just go in free agency. I just don't know. It's I do think they should add a body there, but I just don't know if they have the amount of picks to really go after the RB position with other needs that they have. Will Shibley from Clemson? Uh, listen, nah, bro, I'm good. He's not gonna, he, he, in the later rounds. Yeah, he might get drafted off his name. Uh, that's what Z Man said. I don't. I don't like Will Shibley. Will Shibley. Uh, uh, nah. What's your opinion of uh, Shipley, uh, writer? Yeah, Shipley. He kind of reminds me of like, um, like a James Conner type of running back. I think if you get him in like the later rounds, like pretty good, like out of the backfield, actually, surprisingly, not terrible size, pretty fluid, but not like. Uh, I don't think he has that like explosiveness that Dolphins would be looking for. Uh, I, I hard pass, man. He played at Clemson with stacked teams and did nothing. I'm good. He plays. I, he, I, he he played seven years in college. I'm good. I, I, I agree. I, I agree. I think um, the more power back with speed is the move. Um, I think that's what they're looking for. So those guys you mentioned with the, the, those skill set, I think that's the ones we need to focus on moving forward. So I agree with that. I'm telling you, if they find Chris Brooks on draft, they're gonna go on draft. If not, you know what I would like to do? I ain't gonna I ain't gonna hate. And in the in the we don't have a fourth, we don't have a third or a fourth in the fifth round. And that, if that kid from uh from uh from Utah's there, Sadik, 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 the that if he's there and and that I'll take him. He can play running back and safety. Pick him up in the fifth round. Woo. Oh yeah, yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, Chad put me up on that. He put me up on the kid. He's nice. Chad was the one that put, woke me. He, I haven't watched them in the uh, in the the practices, but that's a, that's the a ta- uh, talent ticket. I'm I'm in I'm intrigued by. It. Mm-hmm. Well, a writer, I don't know if you have too much. Uh, if you don't have a little bit of time, but here's my last question, and, and I don't. I'll leave the last question. This is second else. last question, friends. This is the <laughs> last question. You know, you know, I'm 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 holding it down. So you know, I gotta double up with the last question. He, he just mad that I got my own guru juice. I'm gonna that, That's what it is. That's what it is. Um, <laughs> of course. Um, free agent. Well, oh yeah, DC. The DC uh, move. That's what I was gonna ask you. What oh. What is your um guy that you're looking for based on uh, who we interviewed or about to interview, or if there's a guy that hasn't been um interviewed yet? Um, what are your thoughts on the DC in general? What do you think they're looking for? I thought they were looking for more young, someone that can be here for two, three years. Yeah, that, that kind of relates to the young guys and all that stuff up and coming. What do you think? Yeah, I was like, I've been trying to like wait to see like who they hire to really like dig into their defenses, obviously. But 
looking at the guys, like I most of the lists that they've brought in, I think I would be cool with because it clearly looks like they're they're doing their homework. And from what I've seen, you know, they're pretty, you know, well uh uh touted afterwards. I mean, Staley is probably the one I'm not the most interested in. Like I'm not against it. It's just I I mean I used to live in uh Southern California when he worked for the Rams and I would work like like I worked like a catering job for the Rams too. And okay. I just felt like uh there was always just like some kind of problems. And I know Ramsey talked about him pretty glowingly. Inside for- scoop alert. Hey man, ring the bell, ring the bell, ring the bell. This is the inside yes. scoop. Yes. Yes, sir. Come on. Come on, Ramsey. Hey, this is that's why inside leverage always has that exclusive content, baby. I, I'm barely an inside scoop, but um, <laughs> but I just remember like hearing problem like I know Ramsey talked about him pretty glowingly and like the the stuff that's going around online, but I just remember hearing like drama all the time, like that Ramsey wouldn't even want to show up to practice as of Staley. But I mean, really? maybe wow. yeah, I mean, but that was years ago. So uh, I know like they brought in Frazier which seems interesting. I haven't done any like research on him, but uh, I'm also down for one of the in-house hires because everything they showed of like, uh, like the off ball linebacker coach and then the edge coach, like within hard knocks, things like that. Uh, like Campanelle seems like he would bring a lot of energy and the players like him. And Slovak always seems like really intelligent to me. And I know like his brother is the one getting a lot of interviews for like head coaching right. jobs too right. for the Texans. And, like, from what I've seen people talk about him, they, like, knew him, like, coaches on Twitter. They say he's, like, super intelligent. And I'm also, like, some, like, I wouldn't oh, – the the Baltimore guy they brought in definitely intrigues me because I think the that Michigan style of defense that McDonald has, if he brings some of those concepts, like, that's probably, like, the best style of defense that I've seen in the NFL right now. So I wouldn't mind going in that direction either. I like that. I like that. I, I like that guy, and I like the Slovak kid. Uh, we have nobody talks about him. everybody. T- getting all the fame, but nobody talks about the other guy. He should be the head, the the DC defensive line. So the, that's where the money starts, man. Fighting. That's where the fight starts. Yeah, I, I do like that they're like bringing in a bunch of guys though, and like doing yes. the work, not just a, a straight up promoting someone on the roster. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're definitely doing their due diligence for sure. Yeah, yeah. we talked about it earlier, man. It, it, I, I felt rushed with, with Vic Vangio. It's like you fell in love so fast, you didn't even get to know each other. So that's, that's probably a bad marriage from the start. Do your due diligence, man, and get the right guy. Yeah, because Fangio is obviously like a very smart defensive guy, but it just like didn't work out with the other stuff, so. Hey man, listen. Sometimes the smartest the smartest people are, don't have the 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 best communication skills, and not yeah. the most people 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 person tough stuff like that. So, I, mean, I hope I hope it feels for him and, and the Eagles too. I hope it's fa- he's great with his family that he's close to them, but I hope it fails and falls in his face. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it really does. With all the with all the disrespect in the world, sir. I hope, <laughs> we, have the, I hope we have the worst defense the Philadelphia Eagles ever had. Hey Ryder, before you before you go, bro, what what are you currently working on? Um, what other prospects are you uh, uh you haven't mentioned that you're focusing on in your 
on your YouTube page that we can, or is there any teasers or we have to wait? Your, your dark horse? Who's your dark yeah. horse? Who's your guy that nobody's talking about, man? Who's your dark mm. horse? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of guys that obviously, like, I mentioned Senate a lot. That's like one of my main guys for like the tight ends. I really like, oh, a uh, receiver I didn't mention that I really like are two actually. Uh, Malik Washington from Virginia. Yes. Really good player. And I like uh, Cowing from Arizona. Some like those are just like later round guys that I think are pretty underrated. Smaller guys, pretty fast, explosive, but they're also like strong at the catch point. I like when a smaller guy plays bigger than he is, too. I feel like both those guys do. Uh, but yeah, those those are some of the guys I really like. And uh, the Michigan DB that I mentioned earlier, uh, St. Rochelle, those are like my type of players. All right, sounds good, man. Well, Ryder, man, it was a pleasure having you on the show, man. You saw my guru juice, and I mean, appreciate you. Yes, sir. Hey, man, listen, Ryder, we'll we'll probably down the line kind of we'll reach out, see if you're available to talk again, see see where where we are, what you think, man. But really appreciate you coming through. Yeah, a little closer to the draft, we'll do something. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Hey, thanks again. Have a good night. Have a good one, guys.